Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one definitive page of Talmud every day. Friends, it's hard to believe. It feels like we've only just begun, like it's just those heady, innocent days early in October where we were first introduced to Tractate Rosh Hashanah, but now it's November and it is time to say goodbye for what has been 35 pages of sheer wonder. To help us summarize, understand, reflect, appreciate the journey that we have taken, it is my pleasure to welcome a friend, a teacher, the heart and soul of this here podcast, Rabbi David Bashevkin. How are you, my friend? Leo, what a generous description, and it is such an absolute joy to be with you today. A bittersweet joy, saying goodbye to a tractate that I will miss dearly. This is one of my my real favorites. It was a little bit more challenging than I expected. You know, it's small in size, but it packs a punch, especially for those calendarically impaired. And I think what I will miss most is the word intercalation. I don't know if you've been paying attention to some of the translations. An ancient Yiddish term meaning... Intercalation, you know, the way that we integrate the moon and the sun for one cohesive unified calendar. And I always love a good translated term that is even more complicated than the original Hebrew or Aramaic. And intercalation definitely fits that bill. Now tell us, now that we have intercalated our way through the Masechet, as we stand on the other end and we think of the sun and the moon, the calendars intertwined, the depths that we have plumbed, what are we to take away from Rosh Hashanah? I think the takeaway from this Masechta, from this tractate, is the central notion and the sanctity of the calendar itself. I think a lot of people look at a calendar, you know, those those tearaway calendars, the ones I grew up with, you know, were the great far side calendars. I have the calendar now of my dear friend, uh, Benjamin Dreyer, who has a calendar of copy edits and mistakes and that you make in sentences and writing. But I think what the beauty of this tractate is the notion that perhaps the holiest and most Jewish object that you can have in your home is the Jewish calendar itself. And what's behind the Jewish calendar, as we mentioned, is this intercalation, is the unification of the sun and the moon into one cohesive calendar. And I think that they each represent something that's so beautiful and such a part of our human condition. The sun is about being. It's about that productivity, their professional achievement, your status. We see it whole no matter what time of the year it is. Midday, you can look up and the sun shines out bright at us. It is that part of our identity that is never changing, that is almost locked in and a status and professional achievement that we're always reaching towards. And the way that we reach towards it is what the moon represents, which is about becoming becoming something, that uncertainty, growth, and development that animates our life. And becoming anything, as we know when you look at the moon, is a journey through absence. When you look up at the sky, depending on what time of the month it is, sometimes you don't see anything at all. And when we look inward in our lives, sometimes we feel that very absence where those achievements, that status, that feeling of the sun at midday feels absent in our very lives. And what the Jewish calendar does is it unifies these two archetypes. 
and says that even as you are becoming, you are still able to be. No matter what, whether you feel absent or bereft of that status that you are reaching towards, the feelings of sun and moon can be integrated in your life. And in our Jewish calendar, what we really have is a cohesive communal place where the Jewish people are bound together. It is one of the only places in the entire Talmud, the only mitzvah that is described as the entire Jewish people when we sanctify the moon, the way the Mishnah describes it that we read earlier, the entire Jewish people says amen. The whole Jewish people weren't there when they sanctified the moon, but we say amen together collectively every time that we take out our Jewish calendar and we sync our lives to the holidays, to Shabbos, to the yard sites, the anniversaries of deaths that we may celebrate. We link ourselves to the whole of Jewish history, and we come together to that symposium of generations of all of the Jewish people of all of time are united in this most holy and sanctified objects, the Jewish calendar. Rabbi Beshevkin, that was such a beautiful way to cap the Masechet, but there's one bit of unfinished business still left, would you like to do the honors? We shall return to you, our beloved tractate Rosh Hashanah, and God willing, you will return to us. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia, with help from Quinn Waller. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at take one dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. <laughs>